0: So this episode marks the first recording that I've been able to make post the lockdown. I hope you enjoy. There's plenty more to come. And yeah, it's just lovely to be back out there again. I hope you're all keeping well and I hope you continue to enjoy the Travelling Through podcasts. I'm certainly enjoying creating them. So here we go with the first episode recorded just four days ago on the 17th of July. This is the Travelling Through podcast. I'm your host, Emma, and today's guest is Relexi Rennie. She is an Amero-Indian from Guyana. She came to London 13 years ago. She's an artist whose work is influenced by synesthesia. She's very sensitive to sound, and through sound, she sees colour. This is Rene's unique story about London, the world, and life. Today I'm recording this podcast for a very small art gallery in Shepherd's Market, and with me I have Renee Relexi. Have I said that correctly? Yes, <laughs> yes you have. Because <laughs> René, I think some, your actual name is Relexi.
1: Relexi René, yes.
0: Relexi René, but for some reason...
1: Yeah, people keep calling me Renee, so I guess the first name just around, you know, the <laughs> René <Rilexi. laughs> Right,
0: And you just opened this
1: <laughs> exhibition
0: yeah. in Shepherd's Markets. Was it Friday? Friday was the
1: opening, opening evening. We, we thought after lockdown to emerge gently and see if visitors will come in and... If people will come out and see the exhibition, mm-hmm. so
0: and this exhibition is called Art of um, Aspects, Aspects of, Art. of Art, yeah. Art,
1: Aspects of Art, and it's a variation. It's no particular um, theme, sort of. It's just a wide range of artwork by the seven seven artists involved in it. And, so. the, and
0: these artists all come from MakeSpace Studios? Studio. Uh, no,
1: these artists are from the artist pool. Okay. Yes. So and the
0: artist pool is...
1: The artist pool collection? is a collective of artists that we come together and start doing exhibitions together. Um, in like group exhibitions, sometimes we do solo exhibitions and support artists individually. And it's a group of artists that the intention is to just bring art into different spaces and into communities because we try very much to work with charities also okay. and get involved in them.
0: And the artists are from... Different parts of the world. Oh yes, as we well have space yeah. and based in London. Or yes. They? Okay. So
1: we have artists from actually all over the world. Mm-hmm. So and they're all London based. They've relocated. Some of them are here short term and return back home. Right. So we have um, we have LK. She's from Germany mm-hmm. and she lives in London. Right. We have Esperanza is in Spain at the moment. Mm-hmm. Where she's back and forth. Right. And Ezra is from Turkey. Yes, I She's, think I met her the yes, other day. Exactly. Yes, exactly. And Mariana is from Denmark. Yes, and the other, the next artist, I think her name is Yapra. She's from Turkey. Mm-hmm. And Laura from the sculptures, she is Colombian, and they all live in London at the moment. Right. Yes. And so. then of course
0: yourself. Yes, and then myself. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and the story, as far as I know, yes, about Rene or Alexey or Rene, is that you were in in New York. But you were born in. I was born in South, South America, America. Yes. And which part of South um, America?
1: Well, South America is. Um, it only has one English-speaking country, and that is. Previously, it's called British Guyana. After independence, is Guyana, and then you have its neighboring countries are Brazil and Venezuela, mm-hmm. and so it's closer to Venezuela than Brazil. Those parts, okay. and we relocated to New York when I was younger and right. lived there. Work, school, and everything in New York, and then travelled a lot, and came here.
0: Okay, so, yeah. all right. Yeah. Um, and I was trying to remember the first time that we actually first met, and I think it was quite soon after the shop bookshop yes. opened. Yes. And you came in curious to know what know. kind of a space we had. Um,
1: came for a cup of tea
0: as well. Yes, and, of course. And then okay. became a regular.
1: Yes, became a regular. Um, well, LK, who is part of part of our group. She came and she said, Oh, yeah, you have to see this bookshop. And books, of course, we all love books. Yeah. So we thought, okay, let's check it out. So went there, and it's the most amazing space you can think of. That's when I met you. And I um, fell in love with traveling through <laughs> because of the books, because of you, you know, Aww. that warm welcome, and your knowledge of telling you things. You know, I think it's important when you go to, uh, especially a bookstore, that you know, it's Flipping through, somebody can give you information or encourage you, you know. Yeah. yeah. And of course, the little cozy space downstairs. Yeah. You know, it was lovely. It was. It was like a little haven, you know. One of our artists, Helen, which she will run away all the time there and go and have her coffee oh, really? by herself, yes, <laughs> you know. And um, before she'll go to her yoga class or, or wherever. Yeah. But, um, but no, and we have we have had many meetings mm. and exhibitions. Well and events. You I know? was
0: remembering like <laughs> a number of your exhibitions well yeah. they were all very much focused on the senses. Yes. And yeah. one of the ones particularly was in the dark and yes. We just had a bit of white wool around our wrists. Yes, yes. And that was all you could see. Yes. And exactly. that was amazing because that was yeah. all about sound, wasn't it? It, it was
1: about yeah, voices. yeah, this uh, that hear someone in, in the um you know, in the dark. It was Whispers in the Dark with, a, I think, a thousand r- glowing lips. Oh, that's you know, but true. Yes, yes, yes. And I, I do have um, a very different relationship with sound because I, I do have a form of synesthesia. Mm-hmm. And synest- my synesthesia is sound-based to colors. Right. So my senses are very high. You know, I have heightened senses to, to sound. Mm-hmm. Um, and some days I just have to be careful and manage it. It's manageable now, but when I was younger, I suffered a lot. Mm-hmm. You know, with headaches and the confusion of sound, and and when people tell you sometimes that you're seeing things, you literally could see colours and didn't know how to interpret it. Wow! You okay. know, and so that's where I my paintings come from. Okay. Because when now when I paint, I paint with specific pieces of music. Right. So it. For
0: example, what kind of music? Do so
1: you I listen to a lot of classical music. Mm-hmm. And I can hear the notes. I can hear every instrument. I can actually pick up instrument and notes, right. and those notes translate into colors. Okay. So I listen to, um, I mean, any classical music. I do listen to words, mm. lyrics also, but mostly uh, classical music. Philip Glass, Hans Zimmer, um, Audi, mm-hmm. uh, all all of them. Beethoven, all of them. It mm. comes into play mm-hmm. into my painting. Wow.
0: You were in New York before you came to London. Yes. And what, yes. what were you doing while in New
1: York? Well, I worked in the finance, finances before. So, so far removed from, from far, the art Very, very far removed. I was very good with, with math. I was very good with numbers. Mm. And um, they, we didn't make that connection of numbers and music and all that, but there is a very solid connection with music and numbers and frequencies of sound and, and all of that. Mm-hmm. But I was very good at numbers and I worked in financing. Um, and for a while I didn't like it very much. Mm. I did it because it's a means of a job. Mm-hmm. It's to please parents, mm-hmm. you know, of um, having a job. Paid, well. Pay, yeah, paid yeah. well. Yeah, paid well, paid yeah. and, well. Um, and then my, my dad passed and about three months later my mother passed.
0: Oh my goodness!
1: And that was like the the point of saying that I I kind of broke loose from a lot of things from right. from work. Um, I went into art a lot. Mm-hmm. Um,
0: and did you start that in New York? I mean, were you encouraged by somebody yeah. to try, or were you already producing some form of artwork? No,
1: I was doing photography actually, and okay. I was doing just minimum art, not anything extensive or anything mm-hmm. like. Oh, this is going to be my profession. Mm-hmm. And so in doing that. When my mom passed, I started doing art and that was very, very healing for me. Mm-hmm. You know, it brought me out of myself. I was still very, very shy. I'm not as talkative. I wasn't talkative as I am now.
0: You know? <laughs> and now we have very long <laughs> yeah, conversations. I know. I know.
1: Our conversations go on for hours sometimes. Wow. <laughs> yeah. so, um, and then that leads me to, I went back to music. Right. Um, mind you, I don't read music.
0: Okay. Uh, Do you I, play an instrument?
1: Um my the instruments I play, you don't want to hear them because there's scratches and there are songs that I wouldn't let anybody hear them because it will make them sick actually. <laughs> <laughs> they're so bad. <laughs> but I do have one favorite piece of instrument that I use a lot. I use a shamanic drumming. Okay. And I've been doing that for a few years. Right. And it's very soothing. Mm-hmm. It goes to the heartbeat. You know? Okay. Yeah, yes. and it right. resonates with your being and and wellness and the right. frequency of the body. So, so I I do enjoy that. That I can I can introduce to people when I play. Mm-hmm. But as for the guitar and the acoustics and all the other instruments, I I wouldn't because I'm not very good at it. Mm-hmm. I just do it for for fun. For fun. Yes. For your own enjoyment. My own be. enjoyment.
0: So. W- Having kind of entered into the art world, but yeah. in, in New York, yeah. What pulled you over to London?
1: Well, uh, coming to London was just it's supposed to be very short term, mm-hmm. and um, and then I met Thomas, and I decided to stay. Thomas was the was the point was okay. the one that said, okay, i I think I'll stay here, and.
0: And for the listeners, Thomas is from Ethiopia. Yeah, Thomas
1: is from Ethiopia and a photographer. and a, a photographer, photographer a very good photographer. and Thomas is is kind and gentle, a good human being. Mm-hmm. And relocating here was very, I felt like I was in turmoil a lot because the first year or two even mm-hmm. because relocating to a lot of country, especially when you're older, yeah. you're set in your ways in, in many things, you, are, you have yeah. to come and never mind, you know, you're from an English-speaking country and you come here, the terminologies, the system, the way things are done,
2: mm-hmm.
1: um, it's quite, quite different and you kind of have to kind of gently, <laughs> you have to be good to yourself.
0: <laughs> yes, <laughs> you it, know? Yeah, it's the expressions as well. It is, is
1: it, it is. I remember, saying, I remember saying pants and they were saying pants, you can't say pants, you have to say trousers okay trousers
0: so initially you coming to london was just for a for a short time just to get yes. away and have a, yes. a complete yeah. break and yes yeah that's amazing That's sometimes it's just um serendipity or yes. whatever you want to call yes. it i know and, and then how I'm, many how many years then has it been it's
1: been um 13 years 13 years. yes okay. yeah being in london and it's been artistically one of the best times Mm-hmm. You know, Did yeah. you
0: find the Make, Make Space Studios, yes. uh, which is so, right on the water, li- I mean, it's a, for, for the listeners who are yes. coming to London for the first time, they can go and visit the studios of course, as, as well, yes. but it's right on there, right by the tracks. The, the you can tracks. see them,
1: you know, you can probably wave, somebody will wave back, you might not be able to see them. But, you know,
0: yes. <laughs> Did you find Make Space Studio by accident or was Thomas already um, no,
1: there? No, um, I was looking for a studio mm-hmm. because the flat we live in is very small. And my canvas, they were all—they kind of stacking up, taking mm. space. And then I found Mayspace Studios right. and found this wonderful space. wouldn't even dream or think that something like this exists in London because it's on the train tracks, sort of. Mm. And it's a fantastic space. Yeah. Lots of creatives. We have about close to 100 artists. There's in. that many? Yes. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean, you are a, a, like a community living yes. by the, the yeah. train tracks. Exactly.
1: All genres of the art everything Mm. you can think of. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Wonderful group of human beings. I always look at people as human beings Mm. and then you kind of know what they do afterwards. I think it's fantastic in that sense.
0: (laughs) Well, let's have a a quick round of questions, shall we? Just to break it up a little bit. So um, do you have a favorite form of London transport, whether it's bus, tube,
1: walking? Um, I walk Mm -hmm. and I might hop on the bus if I'm lazy, sometimes.
0: Okay. Do you have a favourite bus route?
1: I go to Waterloo <laughs> a lot.
2: <laughs>
0: and where where would you go on a sunny summer's day? Um, a London park, or to the Thames, or somewhere else?
1: The Thames is is probably the, the first place we will think of going for a walk, and you know, just get get a bite to eat.
0: Yes. Do you have a favourite part along the Thames that you you go to?
1: I think just just across the river from the from the Parliament. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just there, just to sit because there is there's nothing much there. When oh in Archbishop's you, yeah, Park. Yeah, when you get out of Archbishop's oh, yeah, Park yeah, yeah, around yeah. that area. Okay, so yes. you come
0: across from Lambeth. Exactly. Richmond. Into then yeah. you got um, Lambeth Palace. Lambeth Palace. Yes.
1: Exactly. Exactly. That yeah. that area there, that strip. Yes. Because you don't have um there are not lots of shops or it's just that wall and you walk through it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's, it's almost like a
0: little secret garden. Exactly. Exactly. Um, do you have a favourite London expression or phrase? I mean, you said when you came to London, there were a lot that puzzled you, I suppose. Yeah. I
1: I'm still getting familiar with the word cheeky. Cheeky, yeah.
2: really? <laughs> <laughs> That's, yes. Yeah,
1: it, it, it's a strange one. But when I say cheeky, I'm thinking, oh, did I just say that, you know? Yeah.
0: <laughs> Um, do you prefer street food or pub grub?
1: I think I'll go with pub grub. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Do you have yeah. a favourite pub that you would go for for pub grub?
1: Um, no, I don't drink. <laughs> but, but you're going for the pub. Yeah. But <laughs> if I'm if, I'm if I'm if I'm with friends and they yes. go, um, I will have something to eat, and it's like a treat because I don't go out and eat very often. Mm-hmm. Allergies and all the other stuff that that's out there, you know. Um, some pubs make excellent macaroni and cheese.
2: Is that your <laughs> favorite?
0: <laughs> That's good. Um, yeah. It's not something I've ever really got into. I think cause yeah. we, it comes from school days and yeah. macaroni and cheese was it wasn't really. nice. It wasn't nice. Yeah. I always felt it was really slimy but I I believe macaroni cheese today is Yes, like, I should try it again. Yeah you should. <laughs> um,
1: it's for me it's like a comfort it's comfort food for me. Is you it? Know? Okay. Because when I was growing up I think that was that was it. Mm. Macaroni and cheese, mac and cheese, yes. Mac and
0: cheese, yes. wow. yeah. There we go. We're all very different. Yeah, no. <laughs> so home originally was was New York. Yes. And you spent many many many, many, many years. years there. Yes. Do you have any desire to go back there at all to live?
1: Um, no, happy, no desire. Happy in London. I am happy in London, um, and the. The lifestyle that we live I mean mm-hmm. myself and Thomas so for me artistically I think the creative side of things it's much more accommodating and much more open
2: right. um, in
1: London than than New York than mm-hmm. for me yeah it might not be for everyone yeah but for me you yes. know um, and also um, I think as I'm older uh, it's it's hard for me to think to go and relocate again right. relocation for anything I mean for me as I get older it's mm-hmm it's a difficult one.
0: Mm. What did you find were the challenges coming to London for you? Well,
1: the challenges also uh, for me is a place to, I mean location to live in mm-hmm. and access to spaces. Mm-hmm. And I think in London itself you can walk to so many places especially for museums and galleries and the theater and even the cinema you, know, you can walk you can walk everywhere. Yes,
2: yeah. You know,
1: and that was new for me. I've never lived in a city before. Right. This is my first time living in a, in a city. In a city. Yes. So
0: in New York, you weren't actually in the New no, York no,
1: city. No, no. I I worked in the city, mm-hmm. but I lived out in in Long Island.
2: Right. Right.
1: So I would take the train every day in and out,
2: mm-hmm. and
1: where I live, it's all trees and. And green. Mm-hmm. So, this is the first time living in a city. Living
0: dark, actually in the in center the of the city. Exactly. As well. Yes, it's a different environment. It is, it is.
1: And never used the bus. I came here mm-hmm. and started using the bus. Um, I would go many times I end up in the wrong direction <laughs> <Did she>? yes <laughs> first came here yes. yeah well actually yes. I think that mm-hmm. the
0: buses now they've, it's so much more organized yes. before it was a lottery even for me what bus you get on I just hoped it would go in the
1: direction you wanted <laughs> it know. to go I was going in different direction figure out because I just looked at the number I never thought it was going this way, or way <laughs> mm. but now I'm um, I can you're, give, I you're can savvy give, yeah, I am, I am, ask me about the buses, I can give you all the information.
0: <laughs> so for, in New York, then, your your fondest memories of being in New York, and what do you recall when, when you think of, of those times?
1: I think my best, my, not in New York City, but living in New York, I think it's just family, mm-hmm. that, that was, for everything that I've lived or, or done, work, uh, yeah. social life or anything I think is just family It was, that awesome. was very important to me yeah,
0: yeah. and your family now they're, they're scattered oh they're scattered, the scattered states,
1: everywhere yeah. across the United States mm-hmm. across the world actually they live in different countries and, mm-hmm. and you know, in the United States
0: in New York itself if I was going to New York yes. is, is there somewhere that you would say oh you must go you must go there
1: well I would recommend the theatre district um, I don't know how much has changed in, th- in 13 years I mean I went back just for short visits, mm. but not for anything where I went and saw the major changes. Yeah. so yeah. I w- I would always recommend the theater district. Yeah, right, to go. Okay. Yes.
0: So you talked about the theater in New York, but yeah. uh, here in this country, are you a, a cinema or a theater goer?
1: Theater. Yes.
0: And do you have a favorite theater?
1: Um,
0: or is it more about the the, yeah. the production?
1: Yeah, more about the production. I love musicals. Mm-hmm. Oh, I can, I can go see them. Well, that's you know different. Yeah, of course. Yes but, yes, but I would prefer. A yeah, I would prefer a musical than going to the theatre. I mean, there are some shows that thoroughly, thoroughly enjoy, and there are some that you just don't want to recommend. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But everyone in the theatre, it's hard work for them, so you can't just give a review of say, I like this or I don't like this. You just say, go. You know? Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah.
0: And and in terms of musicals with synesthesia, yeah. when you listen to musicals, yeah. do you see colour? Oh, or,
1: yes, yeah? yes. I have, I have fun with it because... I as i get older i'm i can manage it better Mm -hmm. you know i can manage it much much better i can be in a crowd and still focus on a conversation Mm -hmm. there were times when i was growing up i couldn't do that at all i missed school a lot because of that Um, and um the severe headaches the severe um, not knowing what you're seeing and we're trying to relate that as a child to a parent
2: mm-hmm. that
1: you're seeing things and they think what are you seeing you know yeah, yeah when i was growing up they didn't have any tests or any indication it's just through music through my parents and music that they discover this is the relation between it right and later on much much later on they they kind of categorize it as as synesthesia mm-hmm,
2: mm-hmm.
1: but it can be um something that can Stop you from living if if you don't know what it is or what right. you're dealing with.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Your lifestyle is different from a regular person mm-hmm, mm-hmm. because of the the effects of sound.
0: Right, and can musicals also um, spark through seeing yeah. color?
2: Yeah.
0: Can it spark um, an artistic, like an idea for for your next painting? Oh yes. Or, oh definitely. Or would you have to listen to that music to then? Be able to recreate what you saw. Or I, I will have that, no.
1: I, I will have to listen to the music again. Mm-hmm. Um, I know some artists probably have different variations of it, mm-hmm. and and use that in methods, different methods of their painting and their artwork. Right. For me, particularly, I have to listen to that music again. Right. Because I cannot determine what color it is. Mm-hmm. You know, if there is a note, it would probably be that color. But when there is a mixture of notes. Um, That's why in my my artwork there are many colors Mm, and I've kind of mixed them together. You can easily call it uh, music and movement but it's not music and movement for me, Mm -hmm. it's much more than that because there's a profound connection with the music and the sound and color.
2: Right.
1: Yeah. And my artwork has moved from paintings to sculptures. Mm -hmm. And so about five years ago um, I was starting to get headaches again and I was starting to feel ill. Um, and it was from sound actually, but it was a different type of sound. Okay. It was the sound of our digital devices. Interesting. Yeah. And I could hear the buzz if it makes yeah. sense to yeah. anyone that's out there, to you even. Um, not to you even, but if but it makes sense, yeah, you know.
0: Yes. I hear it in some, not, not yeah. on mobile phones, but I hear, I do hear
1: the sound. Exactly. So you can hear, yes, it's that buzz. In the night, I could hear the sockets mm. when it's very, very quiet. Mm-hmm. I can hear the buzz of electricity mm-hmm. and how it makes me feel physically,
2: mm-hmm.
1: it, physically ill, like my nerves are, are shattered. Oh, yes. So during that time I was home, I wasn't well. All, all I could hear was the, the phone, If the TV. I could hear you know the modem the computer everything was on you have an iPod iPad iPhone you know, yeah, all, all yes. of this yeah, yeah. and it became so overwhelming that i start um, my first piece was called nerve endings mm-hmm. which has about 17000 pins in it
0: that's right i remember seeing that yes. that was a lot of work it was, a lot of pins it was <laughs> a lot of
1: pins because that's how my nerve felt yeah, you know yeah. my nerves felt like there is something pushing in pins in my head and yeah. my, in my body,
2: yes.
1: and so um, the exploration of being human in a digital era is like, what are we in this digital world, you know, mm. mm-hmm. and how it affects us, it's good and it's bad, and do we take notice, what are we aware of, mm-hmm. so it's, and it's still based on the sound, right, and how, how it affects, okay. yeah,
0: and you this next exhibition that you're taking to yes. Edinburgh, yeah. what is this one? So
1: this yes. exhibition in Edinburgh, um, we were supposed to be in the Fringe but of course the Fringe is cancelled. Yes. Um, and But there's a group of us, I think nine or ten artists mm-hmm. um, will be in Edinburgh at the Dundas Street Gallery towards the end of August mm-hmm. and it's called Time Like These. Mm-hmm. So it's work that that was created during the COVID times mm-hmm. you know that when we were locked down Yes. and some some work is from before but it still go hand in hand of time like these. what mm-hmm. as an artist um, and how they express themselves through that
0: so during the lockdown yes. uh, period when everything was suddenly much quieter in yes. some ways yeah. did you find that a, a creative period for you um, or were you just did you find it a calm well, time well well at first
1: you know? at first I thought wow lots of time to create. Yes, yeah. But it It didn't
2: material. (laughs) I did
1: I did create. Um Mm -hmm. I I created two two sculptures. Right. And I started the third one. At first I was like really full on oh I have all the material because that was the same along the same lines. And last year I created a piece that called Isolate and Connect, but it had to do with our isolation with the technology and how we still connect mm-hmm. so I had all the materials you mm. know to create so I created these other two pieces
2: Right.
1: and at some point during the during the lockdown it became like I didn't want to do it anymore Interesting. so I packed everything away yes and a week passed by two weeks passed by I got into other um, like start reading and I went through different waves of emotions
2: mm-hmm.
1: so it wasn't all creative
2: mm.
1: And then about two weeks later, I thought, okay, I need to finish this. So I brought it back out and I started working on them. But it wasn't something that I went full on because I had the time.
2: Mm
1: -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, It was something that I took my time. And there were days when I didn't work on it. And there were days when I was just like, oh, today is it. And then during that time, I had written some children's books Mm -hmm. about seven, eight years ago. Yes, I actually I showed them. I had them a it traveling tour. Tr- tr- grandma's grandmas, yeah, uh, yeah, magic knitting needles. That's yeah, right. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And then I, during that time, I wrote a second series called uh, Lucinda Dumpling and the Flying Saucepan.
0: Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's a great title. <laughs>
1: yes. Oh, I like it. So I started reading them again, and I thought, yeah. wait a minute, let me just see where this can go. I signed up on this platform called Bark for an animator. And I got people respond, animators respond. And then this one animator, David Mee. I think that's how you pronounce it. I David think. Mee, yes. Um, and he's from Morph Studios. And he, he sent Morph, Morph okay. M-O-R, mm-hmm. yes, studios. And he, um, he sent me a text and he said, oh, let's speak about it. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm not very technology-wise. I use it for its purpose. Yes. Yeah. And then he sent an, an email. Said, "Can we connect on Zoom?" <laughs> I'm thinking, what is Zoom? <laughs> you know. And then when I did have my first Zoom, I I felt like another world. Really, was, it was also... opened
0: up. <laughs> <laughs> yes.
1: And um and so we we start talking about getting Lucinda Dumpling into. Animated books. Yes, yes. Yeah. And so... Was it
0: already... Did you already have it? your book illustrated? Well,
1: yes. I had illus- It was illustrated originally by LK Council. Right. right. And um, and I needed much more, a lot more illustrations for yeah. the anime, you know, to get it animated. Yes. And LK now is 81 years old. Mm-hmm. And she told me, she said, I'm not the same person from seven <laughs> years ago. You know, I just... And so we had to find, um, to start looking for an a new illustrator, which yes. we did, yeah. and, um, and so right now, the book is in process. We have an illustrator, um, Jose Alameda, mm-hmm. um, and, and of course, David David Me who is the animator. Mm-hmm. And we have a series of stories, so wow. we're going to start with the first one, yes. and we're hoping that by September, October, um, it's ready for release. Um, oh, yeah. We'll
0: have to w- watch out for that, yes. so that's, that's hopefully going to be out in time for Christmas. Yes. We'll quickly go on to um, a third round of, of questions. If you could live, talking of Lucinda and yeah. her travels, yes. Yes. Spora, if you could live anywhere in the world, where would it be?
1: It would be in a floating tree.
0: A floating tree?
1: A floating tree house up in the sky.
0: Really. I love it. That's great.
1: <laughs> a floating tree yeah, house. A
0: floating tree house in up the in the sky,
1: but it must, uh, it, it must be on a huge tree. Not the house alone, on a tree. Um, yes.
0: Would there be other people around, or it would just be you?
1: Oh, there could be other You'd people. Invite around. Thomas. Obviously. Oh yes, <laughs> I, of course. I have to take Thomas or Thomas along. You know.
0: <laughs> so, well, well, I think I would come and visit you on your um, Please do, yes. on your floating tree yeah. in the sky. <laughs> Treehouse, as long as a yes. treehouse in the yes. sky. As long as it was calm.
1: Yes. Yeah. Yes. The galaxies. I mean, you can't miss that.
0: Yeah, It be up there. Yes, yeah. that's true. <laughs> so clearly, you have wanderlust. <laughs> but uh, um, you read an awful lot as yeah, I well. I did. did. your books help you to transport you to other places around the world, or I mean, you've travelled quite a yes, lot. Yes, I did um, yeah. in the past, but. Yes. Do you do much traveling these days,
1: or are you um, happy No, to be? no, I, I haven't done much traveling um, as of late. And one reason, one of the main reasons is much, mostly physical,
2: mm-hmm.
1: because um, of sound, and my ears were starting to kind of... My inner ear became very sensitive to sound, mm-hmm. and I was getting ill the last time I was on a plane. I was really not well. Right. So I'm very cautious. I will travel by train and bus mm-hmm. and, and stuff. Mm-hmm um but i haven't done much traveling i did do a lot of traveling before Mm. and i thoroughly thoroughly enjoy traveling meeting people
0: where would you say in in all the places that you've traveled have you had a place that's where's had the biggest impact the
1: the biggest the the biggest impact for me was um in south america Mm -hmm. going and living just a basic life without telephones and emails and fax machine and sleeping in a hammock and mm-hmm. having nature yeah. around you whereabouts yeah. were you um, it stuff? was it was much more for a better word the interior in in the forest then yeah you know yeah. where people are living off the land right. uh, fishing every day and and just in the evenings coming out to see the sunset mm. and just a life where you don't have to think or worry about um, the constant thing of bills and of having to well to eat the
0: day-to-day, the day-to-day worries day-to-day, yes uh, of
1: of stuff you know yeah yeah, yeah. it was much more simple, it was simple it was the best time because my health was at the best living living like that right, yeah right. have
0: time. you ever thought to re- return to your to your roots where you were where I you were born have, I
1: have thought. I have thought about it many times, mm. and many times I, I feel, when I think about it, I feel such a sense of joy or a sense of peace. I have to remember that I do have my Thomas. Yes.
0: <laughs> and Thomas isn't a traveler, really. No,
1: Thomas is not a traveler. <laughs> Thomas... Um, he's a home home yes, is he? Yes, he is. He is. And and Thomas, is, his family lives here, um, of course, yeah. and he's close to them, mm. and I think for him, family if you don't have to go very very far away and you're right here you know his yeah his, yeah he he is a homebird okay and i have to think about thomas mm-hmm.
2: yeah. <laughs> yeah. so
0: i'm um, grow i'm growing up you always spoke english
1: i always spoke english right. yes mm-hmm. different probably different dialects of it but mm-hmm. um, english yes. mm-hmm. and um, okay. uh, my mother um, yeah my mother she spoke english and there was a I don't know if it was like a, a broken down English for, for us growing up and going to school and in New York, of course, it's English. You learn yes. that yes. English. I think even being around family, you kind of keep some of the dialects, which I honestly, I can't even remember them right. because there was such a long time ago. If I do speak to my sister our family members in New York, they're much, much older than I am, mm-hmm. and they say certain things and my ears pick up and like, oh yes, I remember that word, or right. I remember this okay. you know.
0: did, did you, within your family then, speak a certain, uh, like a, a kind of dialect that was from your parents' era of, um, of no, being in South
1: no, America? no, 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 just, I just, there's, there's an accent it's not an american accent it's not no. a british accent it's just an accent from south don't america have a, you know yeah. yes yeah, yeah. you, you know? don't really have a, no. a
0: new york no
1: no accent. i've lost that mm. when i was living there for some reason i think moving visiting places and staying periods of time mm-hmm. you know um, in each country a year or six months um, i've kind of, it's kind of mingled into what i what i sound like now yeah so yeah. there's no specific accent. It's just, I, I know I have an accent, but I don't know where it's <laughs> from. <laughs> no. um,
0: so coming to coming to London, London was. I mean, it was almost like accidental, almost, that you yes. stayed, really, yes. and, it, yeah. it, and meeting Thomas was almost yes. an accident. You were lost, right yeah yes.
1: I was lost, and I met Thomas at the yeah. bus stop. At the
0: bus stop. <laughs> <laughs> it's just such a great story. I think, it, I think there's a story in that one as well, a yes. children's story. It is. a children's <laughs> a story. A travel story. A come travel come. story, yes. But what piece of advice, or one piece of advice, would you give somebody coming to London to live for the first time? I mean...
1: Um, well, it's a good one. I, I don't know what advice I can give Emma, but I can try to say that when you come to a country like this, embrace it. Embrace the culture of, of Britain. Embrace people. Embrace yourself, because for me, um, living here has, has actually... and I'm 13 years older than when I, you know, when I came here, yes. and it feels like I've grown up Mm-hmm. In many many ways, um, being here and being in the arts, but people coming, it's there are little, different layers to it, you know. You just don't come and say, oh, I have this fantastic job and I settle down in London because mm-hmm. London is the word that everybody's ears go up for, you know, mm-hmm. London. But you have to work hard. You have to you have to obey the rules. You have the the law of the land. Mm-hmm. It applies to all of us. And and also um, for me is to find my footing and a foundation. Surround yourself with good people.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: When things go wrong, you take it. Mm-hmm. You, you have to look back in appreciation because it makes you learn. Yes. And um, the, the thing for me at this point in my life is the appreciation for people mm-hmm. around me. Without the people I know and without the people I've met along the way, yourself included, I wouldn't, probably wouldn't have loved Lon- London. London you as know, much, yeah. Exactly. You yeah,
0: know? I think it's very true. I, I, and, and it's it's sometimes hard at the start as well to find those, it those really people is. that you feel comfortable yes. with and yeah. you, um, you trust in a way or just... You do. You can yeah. open up to... Yes,
1: because yeah. the first person that comes along when you relocate or you're in London and, and smile and say hello to you, like oh. and then you embrace all of it, and but we don't need all of it. Mm. And along the way, you kind of shuffle... Out people in your life that's supposed to be there that's not supposed to be there mm,
2: mm-hmm.
1: and you find your reason
2: mm-hmm. and you
1: find your purpose why you're in their lives
2: mm-hmm.
1: and why they're in your life mm-hmm. i've learned all of that being here
2: yeah it
1: could be a city that could send you giddy because there's so much happening yes. and it depends at what age in your life you're coming to relocate yes, and yeah. what you're looking for so so many like i said many layers of it there's not one specific thing i can give an advice on because we all come for different reasons. We do,
0: yeah. yeah.
1: I know, right.
0: Well, I think that's advice in itself.
1: Really. Yeah. There you go, <laughs> there you
0: go. Well, believe it or not, we've come to the end of the questions. Oh, there you go, so, But is there anything else that you would like to add in the sense of what you're doing at the moment or okay, what's so coming up? Because something else happening at yes. the Spatio. Yes, Gallery. so
1: we are at the special Gallery um, from the 30th of July into August. Mm-hmm. and it's the show is called The Resilient Self and this show has about 36 artists mm-hmm. just showing one piece each of the resilient self through the virus through the COVID-19 virus and emerging slowly mm-hmm. and getting getting us back as artists into a gallery space mm-hmm. because right now not there's not a lot of space for artists to say okay I physically will show a piece of work mm-hmm. everything is done online you mm-hmm. Know? Mm-hmm. And so it's just an encouragement for us to know that we're getting back into space, Mm -hmm. in gallery space, not space. I am in space most of the time. (laughs) But
0: But it's also, I mean, you were mentioning that even with the space that a number of artists fear even coming into the gallery. So it's time to get people's confidence up to overcome that fear of getting back into society again, which is mentally... It's a, it's, it, for some people, this has been extremely difficult. Oh yes, so
1: def- definitely, you know, um, it's, it's not an easy thing to be told or, or given instructions to stay indoors because there is this virus out there, um, it still exists out there, mm. I was just asking people to, like I sent out the email, I said, please help us to keep the guidelines in place, mm. so as much as someone can been stu- since they're at the door, and say, okay, you go in and you wear a mask. Or it's just a matter of asking people to help us mm, mm-hmm. keep that in place. So then they're mindful also that they're part of it. Mm,
2: mm-hmm. They're
1: part of the structure that we have to put in place for now. Mm, yeah. And some artists are fearful of coming out, but still we're, we're getting them engaged, get That's their work good, out. Yeah. And some of them for different reasons, of health reasons. Some of them are of just plain fear of not wanting to get ill. Mm. Um, and so... It's just the encouragement of us getting back out there in the art world
2: mm-hmm. yes, one step yeah.
1: at a time yes yes yeah, yes, yes. So now
0: in the show notes we'll make sure that for the listeners that we put all the various links to the the galleries and where you're oh, yes. exhibiting yes and also make space studios yes.
1: oh yeah definitely
2: that would definitely. Be
0: fantastic well rani it's been lovely to talk to you because oh, yes. even though we've we've had chats and mm-hmm. at the bookshop over the years it's always lovely to actually sit down and just <laughs> Hear another part of your story, because oh, well, you, you've had a yes. you've had a very fascinating life so far, oh. and a lot more to come definitely. Lo- well, yes,
1: I hope a lot more to come. <laughs> yes. I thoroughly enjoy, especially when our friendship started at the the bookshop. Mm. And you're thinking, um, when you move, Emma, we were a little bit well, we were heartbroken because oh. you weren't there, the shop wasn't there, the books weren't there, yes. the cafe wasn't there, and everything kind of. I know, and I miss you, you know, all. I miss yes. all the
2: customers as well. <laughs>
1: And so it was like big news. Am I leaving? No. Yes, Emma's
0: <laughs> is leaving? <laughs> well, the thing is with the podcast, it's allowing me to reconnect with people yes, again. And, I think and that's part of yeah. it, is to to really connect yeah. with all those who supported Traveling Through the
1: oh, years no. and see
0: where you're all going yes, as well. Yes, where we're all so. going. Well, it's been lovely talking to <laughs> oh, you, really. thank you, and um, Thank you. And to all yeah. you Traveling Through podcast listeners out there, yeah. I hope it's been inspiring for you and you've got some takeaways from the show. I certainly have, and of course, we'll put links to everything we've discussed where we can in the show notes. If you've enjoyed the podcast, please do give us a rating and a review. Rennie will be looking out for those. And please do subscribe, that's very important (laughs) for us. And finally, please share this podcast with your friends. We hope if you've enjoyed it, that they will do too. But we'll be back next week with more Travelling Through Tales from London's Melting Pot of Cultures. The London Pool, what makes you stay and what makes you leave. But for now, take care and thanks for listening.